And now, it's time for the Tri-State Sports Beat with your hosts, Nick Federico, Scott DeBell, and Joe Bruno. Super Bowl week here on the Tri-State Sports Beat. And of course, we have to preview the big game as we do every single year. Nick, Joe, and Scott here. Another episode of the Tri-State Sports Beat. Hi, fellas. How we doing on this wonderful Super Bowl week? Howdy. Joseph is fantastic. Joseph is riding in the car. Cannot see him. So, uh, Joseph, please do be careful as you head back to the East Stroudsburg University. But Scott and I are home, sitting at the in the comfort of our own homes, respectively. And for all the Karens out there, he is using hands free. Yes, he is. <laughs> hands free. No maybe Karen in hand. Maybe Karens is not a good word because you should not text and drive. <laughs> Correct. We don't. As the back of our New York Jets shirts say, we do not endorse. Driving, no, dr- distracted driving. I almost said drunk driving. We don't, we don't do that either. We don't do that. Yeah, e- don't do that either. Don't do that either. That is a big no-no. <laughs> uh, well, of course, we didn't have a regular episode this week, boys. So this is our, this will be our regular episode this week because it's Super Bowl week, and uh, we do this every year. So we'll be back to regular, good old New York sports talk next week. So of course, stay tuned for that every Wednesday coming your way. But boys, it's Super Bowl week. We don't really talk anything. You know, we didn't really talk anything much about the NFL playoffs this this whole year. But it's the Super Bowl. So, I mean, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, is it the matchup we all were expecting? Uh, I mean, I would definitely say these are two teams that we, you know, preseason-wise that we would kind of expect to be here. But I want to kind of go around here. Is this the matchup that you wanted, Scott? No, I wanted the Packers to be Mm. on the NFC side. Uh, Actually, no. Originally, I wanted the Saints to be there. Yes. Because, you know, Drew Brees and... I think we're a very pro Drew Brees oh, uh, yes. show here. Big Brees um, guy. Yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of Drew Brees. I wish you know it would have been a cool you know story. His last run makes the Super Bowl. Uh, then it was the Packers. Just you know, I'm an owner, so yes. you know, bring the stock, stock up. Goes and up. Uh, just like I've also like I've always liked Aaron Rodgers, but I've started to like him more this season. Uh, based on his appearances on the Pat McAfee show, it's yep. just cool to see, like everyone thinks Aaron Rodgers is like this douche that like you know hates everyone except himself and he does give off douchey vibes though he he does but you know the like these media spots that aren't with you know like espn or like you know like the pat mcafee show they're on serious they can curse they can do whatever the heck they want yet they have aj hawk on there, former teammate of aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and you know just like shows his personality and um you know that kind of stuff so um i don't know i really didn't want to see tom brady in there um I didn't really want to see the Seahawks in there either just because, you know, Scrooge Ball. Um, <laughs> Better for the but, draft pick. You know, for the, for it is a cool story that Tampa's the first team ever to play this, to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. So I mean, it was kind of ha- it was going to happen a, eventually, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, this is a, uh, one of the better games we could have asked for. Um, Saints, not Saints, Bucks and Chiefs. Definitely um, didn't want to see Buffalo in there, we can tell you that. No. Definitely no Buffalo. Honestly, other than like Cleveland, what other AFC team did we want to see in there? I mean, Kansas City was the given. Like, I mean, and like I ha- I don't hate Kansas City no. yet because they haven't won enough yet. Right, right. And they're not a direct rival of the Jets until we get the Sean Watson. <laughs> oh, gee. I mean that. I mean, all gas, no break. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, but I kind of think that those chances are dwindling as the days go on. But I mean, let's not get into it. Yeah. Joe, uh, is this the matchup you wanted? Mormon Mahomes. Uh, it's <laughs> the Mormon Mahomes versus the actual Mahomes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Joseph. Goddamn uh, so, Jets. <laughs> I I wanted I I think I kind of wanted Kansas City there just to show that another team can go back to back other than the Patriots. Right. Didn't um, want your boy Lamar in there. 
You realize, you realize he sucks. Let's save that for another episode. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> oh, boy. He's chose to love dwindling. Oh, man. But uh, Tampa Bay to be in there. I really did. I thought I thought it was going to be either Green Bay or the Saints. So I was looking forward to a Green Bay and Kansas City uh, game or even a Saints and Kansas City game. Those are the two, I think, marquee matchups that I was looking for. But, I mean, this it, I don't think that this game is going to disappoint in any way, shape, or form. It's Tom Brady, the, the GOAT, and um, Patrick Mahomes, the up-and-coming. And if there's any doubt in anybody's mind that he is the up-and-coming, I mean, he's doing what he's doing on the field, and it's it's just magnificent. magnificent so. Joe, Joe, that's a fantastic segue into the beginning as we talk about previewing this game, pal. Uh, you know, the whole storyline, of course, going in is Mahomes – and Brady, like old goat versus potential new goat. But, I mean, there, there's kind of been the mantra that this is kind of the change. If the Chiefs win and Mahomes wins, like this is kind of the changing of the guard. Like this is like the new era finally coming in. Mahomes beats Brady. Now Mahomes is on that fast track to become the goat. But can we like I, – I don't like how we're already claiming Mahomes as the next goat, okay? Like he's great. He's, he's you know, he revolutionized, he's revolutionizing the modern-day quarterback position. But, like, can we slow down a little? Like the, how many years is he playing? Three or four years? He has won a Super Bowl, won an MVP. But, like, like let's – like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but, like, are, I, I think it's a little fast here. I think it's a little fast to start already proclaiming Patrick Mahomes as the next goat. Yeah, the 10-year, the $450 million contract would incentivize so that he could be the next GOAT, but I kind of think we're talking a little premature about this, or at least other people are. I don't know what you guys think, but... I mean, Mahomes is on a fast track. I mean, I don't 100% disagree with you here, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying he can't be the GOAT. I'm not on saying the fast he... track for it, but... Yeah. He's on a fast track to be the next guy to. You're going to. He's going to have to show. Yeah, he's he's shown a lot already in these three years. Two two Super Bowl appearances already, and he's won one of them. So, the what what he's done in Kansas City for that franchise is revolutionizing, like you said, the game, but also that city and becoming one of the hot spots for NFL football. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I, I mean, agree. I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. Lot. I agree with everything you're saying. I just think, like, I don't know. Like, Brady's not even out of the game yet, and we're already ready. Like, people are already ready to say Mahomes is now, like, is going to be the GOAT. Like, he's going to be that guy. Like, we wait till like, his career plays out in the next, like, two years and uh, evaluate at a five-year period, and then five years after that, like, like we've had, we've done with Tom Brady and uh, Joe Montana and, and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. I just think people are just way too quick to start putting Mahomes on that big a pedestal. Yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. He's a phenomenal talent. There's no doubt about it. You know, if he was on our team, you know, we'd be calling him the GOAT, let's be honest. Like, like that that would be the case. But I don't know. I just think people need to slow down a little bit. I think Mahomes' legacy a little bit takes, you know, a little bit of a hit if they don't win because in, in a funny way, guys, I think that there's pressure on both of these quarterbacks coming in. Because like I said before, Mahomes has to live up to that those expectations of being that team in the AFC every year to win and be that next dynasty like the Patriots were in the late 90s, early 2000s with Brady and Belichick. And he's got to live up to that big $450 million contract. Like, when you're going to be the next GOAT, like, that pressure comes along with that. So, 
I think Mahomes has a lot of pressure on him. I think Brady does too, but not as far as legacy goes. Like, Brady's legacy is already written. Like, Tom Brady's the GOAT, undisputed. It's not even close right now. But I still think, and I'm surprised not a lot of people are talking about this still. I don't know if it means that much to Tom Brady, but I kind of think it does. That if Brady doesn't win, the pressure of him and the question of, oh, can he win without Bill Belichick in New England? Like, you got to think that weighs on Tom Brady at least a little bit. I think that's some pressure on Brady to try and win without Belichick in the Patriot way, whatever you want to call that. I don't know. I don't know if that pressure's on him. I feel like, you know, he he would have, you know, felt that already if, you know, they've won how many games in the playoffs so far? Three games all on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't really shown that he's under pressure at all. Like, he just keeps getting better and better. And, like, it's unbelievable, but he literally looks like he's improving every game at the age of freaking 45. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's unbelievable, like, how how good he's, you know, continuously getting. And, you know, he this week talked about maybe playing to, like, he's 50. Like, if he, you know, continues to improve and, like, he looks like he's 20 25 30 again like it's unbelievable like i'm not saying like his legacy will take a hit if he loses and is not able to win without belichick he's still the greatest quarterback of all time but i just think that question is always gonna go over his head like he could never win without bill belichick and the patriots like if he ends up if he ends up not winning go ahead joe that's what i was kind of going to say was um you have to look at everybody that's out there and and speaking on belichick and brady and whether it was Brady or was it Belichick? Because there's a lot of people still out there contemplating it. And me being not so much, I think Brady is a phenomenal talent, no doubt about it. But was it Brady or was it Belichick or was it the combination of both? And if I feel like if Brady loses in this Super Bowl this year, it kind of gives Bill Belichick a second opportunity to prove that no, he can't go the distance without me, but can I go the distance without him? Well, doesn't that say about Bill Belichick, too, that the Patriots went 6-10 and 10 without Tom Brady? Like, that also – I, I get what you're saying, Joe. Like, that also has to do with Bill Belichick and his inability to draft. But Tom Brady's the big yeah, part. Tom Brady's the big reason why the Patriots weren't as successful as they were. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and absolutely. But look at look at the quarterback that they have – this year compared to Tom Brady. Right. It was Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton, again, a good quarterback, but he's not on Tom Brady's level. So, yeah, the the uh, talk of is the comparison between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, or is it that Bill Belichick just really needs a little bit of a better quarterback? Because you could excel from uh, Cam Newton very easily with this next draft and offseason coming up. So can he do it with somebody like just throwing a name out there, but Deshaun Watson? Ooh, don't say that. Don't say that. Do not, do not I, speak that evil. I'm just, <laughs> just, just, I know. I would hate it just as much as you, but hmm. it's it's a reality. Yeah, I guess so. Scott, you were going to say something? I mean, look at how many guys the Patriots had opt out this year, too. Like... Uh, like they had a lot of, was it Dante Hightower that opted out? Like, you know, it wasn't just the quarterback that 
that you know struggled. They also well, the, you know, well, the quarterback had, that's playing at that level as Tom Brady has definitely would have helped. I mean, it would definitely help, but I I still don't think you know we're gonna take away from Bill Belichick because he had a six and ten season with Cam Newton as his quarterback, and it's not like you know Cam Newton played well and they still lost. Like Bill Belichick can't go on the field and throw the ball and run the ball for Cam Newton. Like Probably would. it was horrible. But I don't know. I, I do I do agree that if Brady loses this game and doesn't make it to another Super Bowl, that that uh you know question will always loom of oh, you know, was Brady a system quarterback? Like could he only win in the Patriot way or, you know, did Belichick only win because he had Tom Brady? Like I mean we're probably still gonna have the questions, you know, especially, you know, Either way, it's going to be – there's going to be a separate question about either one of them. But, um, I mean, t- talking about his legacy, I mean, look at how many NBA finals LeBron has lost. He's lost the most NBA finals out of any player in the history of the sport. And we still talk about him as one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. So, just because yeah, he went lose... to multiple, He went to multiple franchises in one. Correct. Yeah, but he's also lost in multiple franchises well, yeah. too. And – yeah, and nobody's taking that away. I mean, uh, nobody's giving that to LeBron, but Brady has lost in the Patriots system as well. So it's it's more of a matter of fact, if, if Brady wins, I think that question favors Brady a lot more than it does Bill Belichick. So I, th- I think the question, and I want to know your guys' answer, obviously, who benefits more from winning this game on Sunday? Is it Mahomes or is it Brady? I think it might be Brady just because he's at the end of his career. Like Mahomes will still have 15, 20 years to bounce back from this. Like I, I still, I still don't think, you know, unless Brady looks horrible, like unless he's completely overmatched, like has a horrible game. I don't think people are really going to be talking about the, how Brady's legacy has taken a dip because of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think this can hurt Brady with a loss more than Mahomes just because, you know, like I said, it's the end of his career. Mahomes is going to have a lot of years to build, bounce back off this. And, you know, Mahomes just won, too. So, you know, like Tom Brady, you know, by his standards, hasn't been in a Super Bowl for a long time. Yeah, and I, I also I agree with that. I, Mahomes is going to have a lot more opportunities to go out there and win again. And without a doubt, I feel like he will win again, um, this year excluded. So... I think it, it, it definitely does um, part more on Tom Brady than it does on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think we're pretty much in consensus there, guys. Like, uh, obviously, like it's, it goes out saying it won't hurt his greatest of all time status, but I think it will sting a little bit because that question, I think, will always loom. I think when Tom Brady's all said and done, whether he wins one in Tampa or not, I think the question will still remain whether he could really do it on a consistent basis without Bill Belichick. Scott, your keys to Super Bowl 55. Uh, the Chiefs are going to have to figure out a way to block. No Eric Fisher as their left tackle. They're going to have Mike Remmers probably starting at left tackle. Giant legend. Yes. Mike Remmers. Yes. Uh, who a lot of people have been talking about his Panthers days where Von Miller absolutely dominated him in that Super Bowl. So um, Andy Reid's going to have had two weeks to prepare for this Buccaneers defense, which I think the Buccaneers defense – could be the biggest challenge the Chiefs have faced all season with the way they're playing right now. I mean, you have Devin White, who is emerging as the best middle linebacker in the entire league. 
Um, you have Shaq Barrett on the outside. JPP looks like he's revitalized his career. He's looking really good. Um, just that entire team uh, defensively led by former Jets head coach Todd Bowles um, has looked fantastic. Uh, I think the biggest thing Jets. here, the biggest thing here is going to be if the Chiefs can block the Bucks because Patrick Mahomes is still dealing with that toe injury, um, even two weeks out from the last game. Um, he's not going to be as mobile as he, you know, usually is. Um, that Buccaneers defense could create havoc on the Chiefs offense, and I think that's going to be the biggest key to this game. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of have to go off of that too. I mean, the offensive line for the Chiefs is banged up a little bit, not playing. Mahomes um, is banged up a little bit. We saw what he could do last uh, – what was it, two weeks ago. Um, so he's definitely he's definitely capable of doing it. It's just a matter of if he's going to be upright in the pocket as much as he would probably hope he, can, he is. Yeah, I think this game is going to be all about defense. I think at the I think in the end, like we're going to get a close game. The spread is either three or three and a half. It's been bouncing up and down for the past two weeks since this since it opened. But guys, I think that defense is really going to decide this football game. I think momentum on defense really will determine this game. I think one team will get a huge stop because I I kind of think we're going to have a high scoring affair. I think the over under is like fifty six or something like that. Uh, you know, both te- both defense have their ups and downs, have their positives and negatives. But it, you know, if it's me, I take Tampa's defense over Kansas City's. Um, I think Kansas City's defense is going to struggle a little bit against Tom and, and Tampa. Um, you know, Tom Brady's been on this stage before. You know, this is going to be his tenth time, believe it or not. Holy crap! But you know, he knows how to lead a team in this big giant spot in the Super Bowl. He's been here before. He knows this stage so so well, better than probably anybody who's ever played the sport. But and I and I've learned to not bet against the you know the best players on the biggest stage. But you know if it's anything, I'm taking the Tampa Bay offense against Kansas City's defense. But I think Tampa's defense is obviously going to struggle too. Like no one has been able to totally shut down Mahomes, Andy Reid, and, and Kansas City's high-powered offense. Like I, it's pretty much damn impossible. Including, yeah, Joe. Including the Bucks twice this regular season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But no, I'm just saying, including including the book. So I think one other key factor in this game is going to be Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. because he what was the first match? He scored three. He had like two hundred something yards. I think. Yeah. He had two hundred something yards receiving. Yeah. What Joe's trying to say is that Tyreek Hill is going to make you know Tampa's defense is going to have the game plan real bad for for uh, Tyreek Hill, but. I don't know. I think the I think his over under right now, Scott, is like ninety eight yards total receiving or something like that. I'm not sure, but um, but I mean, yeah, you'd like have I w- to think God. you'd have to think Todd Bowles is gonna like have some sort of scheme against him. Right, exactly. But well, like I was saying before, no one has totally been able to shut down Mahomes and Andy Reid and all that. But if I if I'm betting on a defense to really get a big stop against Kansas City in in this big spot, it would be Tampa's. Like Tampa's top five defense all year long, and it seems to be like in a Super Bowl. Like Scott, would you agree to this? Like in a big Super Bowl, when we have two very offensively talented teams, right? We expect a lot of points and high scoring game and going back and forth, back and forth all night long. But then defense seems to like show out early on, and then not a lot of points and a lot of stops. Would you agree to that? Yeah, um, I, I could see the Chiefs starting a little slow in this game just because, you know, the Bucks are going to have maybe – I mean, I guess 
both teams get half the allotment of tickets, but the Bucks are going to have a home field advantage just mm-hmm. because they're comfortable in their stadium. I would assume they'd be in their own locker room. You know, they're going to be at home. So yeah. I think the Bucks defense is going to come out with some serious intensity um, to start this game. I, I think the Bucks could come out to an early lead here and people are going to be like, oh boy, did they find out, you know, how to stop Mahomes and Romo's going to be freaking out in the broadcast booth. And then uh, the second half or maybe late in the second quarter, the Chiefs may score like a very, a very important touchdown to go into halftime to cut the Bucks lead. And then I think the Chiefs may come, uh, the Chiefs may come back in, in the end. It'll be a close game, I think, to the end, but I, I I think the Bucks are gonna have to really ride momentum in this game to have, to to have a chance to win. Joe, you back here? You good? Yeah, yeah. Technical difficulties. Did you go through a tunnel? <laughs> no, I no, I didn't. I was in good old Sussex County. Oh, good, good, good. So, Joe, you were saying something about Tyreek Hill. I kind of covered for you a little bit, but Tyreek Hill is gonna be a focal point for the for the Tampa Bay defense to to really hone in on. Is that basically what you were saying? Yeah, pretty much. I was just saying that that first matchup that they had, I don't know if you got this part, but first matchup that they had, he had he ran for uh, three receiving touchdowns, I believe yeah. it was. And like 200 so, receiving yards, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a huge game for him. And then the second game wasn't much, much uh, less of a performance from him either. So they're definitely going to have to figure out how to contain him in some way, shape, or form, but also, with the whole experience that you were talking about with uh, Tom Brady, yes, he's got the experience, but that defense doesn't, that rest of the offense uh, doesn't, the coaching doesn't. So it's going to be interesting, like like we've been saying. It's going to be an interesting uh, whole course of events, whether it's on that Kansas City sidelines or on that Tampa Bay sidelines. Yeah. So. See, I kind of, I kind of think, like Scott, you said that this game would kind of start out a little slow. I kind of think a little bit of the opposite. I think both teams are going to come out and you know start going up and down the field. May not necessarily result in a lot of points, but I think both offenses are going to get off to a good start and start going up and down the field on each other. But and then I think eventually it's going to come down to which which defense is going to get the biggest stop of the game and shift the momentum. And I think whatever team does that gets the big stop. I think that's the team that wins the, the Super Bowl. So. It's going to be an exciting game. I can't wait for it. Um, Joe, you think you're going to be okay to do the prop segment? Yeah, I should be. I got it. All right, boys, let's move it. We got some betting to do. It's probably one of the biggest betting days of the year, the Super Bowl. So, of course, we got to dabble. So, here are our our Super Bowl 55 prop bets and all that good stuff. Scott, would you like to start us off, pal? Surely. So, I have taken five uh five different things in this game apparently i can't parlay it all together no but um yeah i guess you can't parlay props together which makes sense yeah. but um my first one is I'll, I'll i'll go in order here by where it could happen in the game uh the bucks plus three and a half i'm taking here i think this could be a field goal game all the way through um you know, that, that four-point swing of, you know, a late touchdown or something like that could come back to... There could be a nasty backdoor cover in this mm-hmm. game just because of that spread. But I think... I really do think people are counting out the Bucks just because it is Mahomes. I think people are so, like, blinded by the Chiefs that um, they're kind of not taking into account how good the Bucks are. And, 
you know, a lot of people don't talk about offensive lines like often. Everyone just wants to talk about the weapons and, you know, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Um, but I, I, the Bucks make it so hard to run against them in the first place. And not having their, you know, all pro starting left tackle and Eric Fisher is going to be a major problem, I think, for this team. Mike Remmers, not the greatest left tackle, as Giants fans know. Um, but Bucks plus three and a half. Um, I'm going to take on the spread. All right, now we're going to get into some props. Uh, total accepted penalties committed by the Chiefs. I'm going over five and a half. Wow. I think they could have quite a few holding penalties in this game. Uh, I think Shaq Barrett and JPP and that that defensive line could create a lot of problems for this Chiefs offensive line. I think we could see a lot of holding penalties in this game. So I'm going to take over five and a half in total accepted penalties committed by the Kansas City Chiefs. That's at minus 115. Um, I'm taking over three and a half total punts by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, again, I, I'm putting a lot of stock in this Bucks defense, but I think they could come through. Todd Bowles has proven that he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the entire league. Maybe not the best uh, head coach, but he's a very, very good defensive coordinator. So um, over three and a half total punts by the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm taking over four and a half sacks in the game. Um, Brady's not mobile, so I think, you know, the Chiefs could get to him at some point. And then again, that Bucks defensive line is scary uh, compared to the Chiefs offensive line. So, and then my last one for the uh, first Gatorade color dumped on the winning coach. I am taking the red Gatorade. Oh, nice. Red Gatorade at plus 200. Um, yeah, there's two red teams. I mean, you got to go with the, the team color, right? So, yeah, it makes sense. Makes red sense. at plus 200. That's right. that's my pick right there for the Gatorade color. Oh. I wanted to take time on the national anthem, but the, that apparently wasn't an option. Mm. I was going to go over because there's two people singing the national anthem. One's a country guy, so, you know, it could. Our church, right? Yeah, nice. Could could go long. Yes, could go very long. Joseph, you're you, up. You know by the first. You know by the first note too. Oh right? yeah. If they if they uh, uh, hold out that O in the beginning, you know you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could either be you. You could either be running to the bank or you could be crying after your first bet of the night. Yeah. Joseph, you're up. Uh, go ahead. I'm. All right. I'm almost a toll. So All right. I'll do my uh, my fun ones. Actually, no, you know, I'll do the I'll do the end game ones first. I, uh, I bought the extra point, so I'm going with Tampa Bay plus the four and a half. Um, I don't necessarily think the Bucks win this game, but I do think it's close. I just wanted some insurance for myself, to be honest with you, because I got a five-leg parlay here. And, you know, you know my history in parlays, guys. It's not pretty. So I'll take Tampa plus the four and a half. They're the home team, and getting points makes a ton of sense to me. So Tampa Bay plus the four and a half. Now for some props. Patty Mahomes plus... 300 passing yards, I think, you know, Tampa Bay's defense is good, you know, the, their secondary is pretty pretty stout, and their linebacking core, and they're pretty much their whole, de their whole defense is pretty good. Um, I think Mahomes does find a way to get 300-plus yards, so, so many weapons, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins probably going to play, Travis Kelsey might go for a buck, you know, Mahomes I think will get 300 easy. Tom Brady, on the other hand, I think he gets over 275 passing yards, um, again, a lot of weapons. I don't trust the Kansas City secondary. I like Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I think Brady goes for at least 300, but at least safe. I'll go with 275-plus passing yards there. 
Travis Kelsey, the best tight end of all time. Yes, you can at me at that because he is the best tight end of all time. Better than Gronk, better than everybody. Travis Kelsey is going to have over 98 and a half receiving yards. I think he becomes the leading receiver for the Chiefs in this game. Everyone's going to put Tyreek Hill to the bank, but I'll go with my boy Travis Kelsey at 98 and a half total passing yards. I'll take the over. And Mike Evans. Uh, for some reason, Mike Evans doesn't get a lot of love. Everyone is focused on Godwin and uh, Scotty Miller and the running backs, but I think Mike Evans maybe scores a touchdown in this game, but I'll go with 60-plus passing, uh, receiving yards, excuse me, uh, in an alternate um, bet there. So Mike Evans, 60-plus receiving yards. I keep saying passing yards. He's not going to pass. 60-plus receiving yards in Super Bowl 55. So Tampa, plus 4.5. Mahomes, 300-plus passing yards. Brady, plus... 275 passing yards. Travis Kelsey over 98 and a half receiving yards and 60 plus receiving yards for Mike Evans. My little fun ones there. I think Mahomes wins the Super Bowl MVP. I think that's easy. I think the coin toss will be heads and the winner of the coin toss will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Gatorade color, I'm going with you, pal. It's either going to be red or pink. It says red slash pink on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So... I will take that easily. Never seen pink Gatorade before. Um, I guess there was some well, kind of discrepancy last year, maybe. I don't know. Yep, so those are my prop bets and my spread for Super Bowl 55. Joe, are you good? I am wonderful. Let's go. All right, so I'm going straight to the prop bets. I love Super Bowl week weekend. I love the prop bets, so I will have four prop bets for you. One is not placed yet, but I will be placing it ASAP. First one I pick, player to correctly call the opening kickoff coin toss. I'm going with yes, they wow. will. $5 will net you $9.75. That will be my smallest bet of the night. All right. Next one, a player to score at least three touchdowns. Wow. I'm saying yes. $5 is going to net you 55 Wow. And who, who to score those three touchdowns? I'm going with the future MVP. The MVP award winner will go to Tyreek Hill. Wow. Tyreek Hill, $5 to win MVP will net you $65. And the one bet that I have not placed yet that I need to to place because I place it every year. Joe, are you waffling is on Gatorade, it? Is the no 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 I'm I'm secure on this. Okay. A hundred percent sure. Okay. You have Gatorade inside sources? Color. Gatorade I always have inside <laughs> sources, don't you worry. How do you think I won the regular season? You're right. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Um Gatorade color will be orange. Okay. 100% sure it will be orange. If you guys can get me the numbers for a $5 bet on that, much appreciated. Orange well, is the worst Gatorade yeah. flavor. Uh, see, I disagree with that. That is the best Gatorade. That is the best Gatorade No, flavor. lemon lime is the best. Uh, I don't know about that, pal. Don't know about orange. that one. No. Of the, three, like, of the three normal flavors, it goes lemon lime, fruit punch, and then orange. I'm a huge purple guy. Flavored. Oh, grape. Oh, grape. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Everyone oh. says that. Ugh, grape. The glacier freeze is pretty good. The light blue. I don't like grape flavored anything, to be honest with you, except for grapes. Me neither. Grape soda isn't horrible. Ugh, no. Nothing purple. You don't like the grape Jolly Ranchers? No. Ew. Don't oh. eat those. 
The oh, best the best Jolly Ranchers are watermelon, by the way. No, the yes, cherry. Yeah. Cherry is and then green place. apple. And no. then this is this, and then everyone I know this is the least favorite. Is this the for Starburst most one. Oh, the go. yellow Starbursts oh. are the best. Oh, they're not. Ew. And the pink not. ones are the worst. That is, uh, true. That is what? true. What? Actually, actually, the red ones might be the worst. The red no. Starburst are that, horrible. That's where you draw a line. That's where you draw a line right there. Orange pink, and yellow orange, Starburst yellow, are the best. Red. Ugh. Uh, I don't know about that one, boys. Jeez. Orange and yellow Starburst are the best. If you don't like them, give them to me. Orange are great. I agree with orange, but I mean yellow's okay. It's not. It's not great. It's all right. I'm a fan of the orange. Me too. Orange flavor anything. Give it to me. I will. I will eat it. Drink it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. All right, boys. So let's end this Super Bowl special with our final score predictions. Who will win? Who will be victorious? Who will win the Super Bowl Fifty Five in Tampa? Joe. Oof. Uh, Super Bowl predictions. I'm going to go 30-28. Who? That's, that's the tough question. <laughs> I'm going to go Kansas City. Oh, I thought... I'm going to go Kansas City. <laughs> he just puts I, out a I score. Know, he really, doesn't know who I wins. I really am torn. Why, why are you I so I feel torn, like though? it's going to be a high-scoring game. I know. 30-28. Kansas City. <clears throat> I think Kansas City is just going to get the edge. That's That's... The simplest, the, the most simple answer that I that I have for you here. There's right. not much more to it. I I, I think both have um, advantages and disadvantages in this game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is is an elite quarterback, most likely going to be our future goat that we've we discussed earlier. Yes, we're going to have to see like what he turns into down the line, two, three years down the line yet. But I really do. I have confidence that he will be the next quarterback to lead his team to multiple Super Bowls in his very, very bright future. All right, Joe. So you've locked it in. Chiefs. Chiefs 30-28. Love that. I like to hear that. Scott. What do you got, buddy? I am going 27-24, Kansas City. All right. Oh. This culturally is this deemed culturally inappropriate it's now? It's fine. We're using it on here, so it's fine. Good. All right. Ask uh, if you have a problem with it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, guys, I, I had a soundbite to play, but I guess I'm not going to be able to use it because we're all going with the Chiefs. Joe, you said 30-28. to 28. I had this written down on record before... We started. I have the Chiefs 31, Bucks 28. I think Chiefs go down the field late on. Harrison Butker puts one right in the uprights, and the Chiefs win it as time expires. I just because that's what you want to see—an exciting Super Bowl. That's what you want to see. See, I had the sound bite, but nobody is picking the Bucks. So I'll, I'll play it anyway. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. See, I, I wanted to use that. I wish some one of you would have picked the Bucks so I could use that, but whatever, it's fine. All right, so pretty consensus here. All three of us here in the Tri-State Sports Beat are going with the Kansas City Chiefs to go back-to-back for the first time since the New England Patriots in the early 2000s. Guys, should be a hell of a game. I'm going up to Connecticut to go watch with you, Scott. Joe, uh, you'll probably be at ESU, right? Or you'll be home? Uh, I think I'm actually going home for the game, so I'll watch it. In my cozy little cabin house. Oh, very good. Very nice. Well, we will watch it from the comfort of Scott's uh, 
high looking apartment on on the city of Hamden, Connecticut. <laughs> With the, the views of Hamden, Connecticut. Well, I think that does it for our Super Bowl 55 preview here on the Tri-State Sports Beat. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, every year, next week, we'll be back with our regular scheduled New York sports talk. we got a lot to talk about next week, so we will definitely get to that. But until then, enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Be safe, and we will see you guys next week.